You're listening to Inner Sense with Kavita, a podcast that inspires you to make sense of your inner world so you can live consciously and be well. My name is Kavita Satvalekar, and I am a well-being expert, leadership coach, mentor, and author. We spend a considerable amount of time making sense of the world around us, but often forget to take a moment to look inwards and make sense of our inner world, a core that drives our thoughts, beliefs, and behaviors. Join me and let's spend the next few minutes separating your truth from your fiction. Let's talk inner sense. Hi, and welcome to today's episode, where we will spend some time together to first find out if you are your own BFF, as in best friend forever. And if you are your own BFF, then we can evaluate to what extent that's true. When I think about my best friends, I expect honesty, support, protectiveness, compassion, respect, availability, reliability, loyalty, and someone who accepts me for who I am, faults and all. Knowing that most of us look for these behaviors in our best friends, let's use our time today to understand these behaviors in a different context and see how high we score on our own scale for them. Let's start with honesty. Although we enjoy it when our friends agree with us, I do believe that deep down we truly appreciate that one friend who is honest with us. Someone who calls us out when we're doing something that's uncharacteristic. Now, change your context and think about how often you are 100% honest with yourself. For example, if you find yourself jobless and in financial distress, would you struggle to accept what has happened to you? Or would you be honest with yourself and tell yourself that is your new reality? Unless you're fully honest with yourself and accept the situation, you might find yourself struggling to maintain your lifestyle instead of adjusting to the current reality and looking for solutions to move forward. Another thought that comes to mind in relation to honesty with self is the blame game. Are you someone who shifts the blame on others or points fingers at others when something goes wrong? If yes, chances are that you're suffering from self-deception or rather a lack of honesty with yourself. You are being blind to your own faults because you refuse to acknowledge them. For example, if you miss a deadline at work and you blame your team members or technology or lack of time, you actually need to focus inwards and understand why you missed that deadline. Did something cause you to procrastinate or rely on technology at the last minute? Why couldn't you anticipate that your team members might potentially delay the project and then proactively act on that? Know that being true to yourself is very important. You can be honest with the world, but as long as you are not honest with yourself, you are not being fair to yourself and at most times to others as well. Now that you understand what being honest with yourself is all about, 
take a moment to rate yourself on a scale of stranger, acquaintance, friend, inner circle BFF. Where would you fall on the scale in relation to yourself in regards to being honest with yourself? Make a quick mental note of that. Moving on, support is a great behavior to have in a best friend. Think about your best friend and think about how you support her or him. Are you thrilled at their achievements and do you compliment them when they are successful? Do you applaud them when they reach their goals? Are you their cheerleader? Do you stand by them in good times and bad? Do you go out of your way to brighten their day when they are going through a rough patch? You most likely answered a big resounding yes to all of these questions, right? Now, here's a tough question for you. If you can do this for someone else, why can't you do the same for yourself? When was the last time you stopped and congratulated yourself on a job well done? Let alone congratulate yourself. When was the last time you even just smiled and appreciated an achievement of your own without someone else reminding you to do so? For a lot of people, this behavior is especially tough. Now, take a moment again to rate yourself on that scale of stranger, acquaintance, friend, and inner circle BFF. Where would you fall in relation to yourself in regards to being supportive of yourself? Moving on to the next one, compassion is a feeling of understanding someone's pain or difficulties and wanting to help them. Being compassionate towards your friend means putting aside your own concerns temporarily while you offer them the support they need. When you're genuinely there for your friend in their time of need, you're being compassionate. This behavior is similar to support in that it's tough for most of us, especially when we have to practice it towards ourselves. Here's why. To be self-compassionate, you need to set aside the two behaviors that come naturally when analyzing ourselves, judgment and criticism. Instead of tearing ourselves apart when we make a mistake, we need to first take a deep breath to comfort ourselves and then provide the caring concern that will enable us to try once again. Now, take a moment to rate yourself on a scale of stranger, acquaintance, friend, and inner circle BFF. Where would you fall in relation to yourself in regards to being compassionate towards yourself? Again, make a mental note of this. A BFF is always available, especially when you need them. It's not about them having time on hand, but it's about them making the time to accommodate you, even though their day is seemingly busy. Now, if we turn this inwards, availability for ourselves has most recently shown up as self-care in our routines. It's about making yourself available to focus on your mental physical, emotional, social, and spiritual well-being. Whether it's spending time with nature or meditating or exercising 
or playing a musical instrument or singing or dancing. It's about taking the time to do something that grounds and resets you. Consciously making the time to process your own thoughts, feelings, and emotions on a regular basis is a sign of you being available for yourself. At the end of each day, ask yourself these two questions. What did I do today that was good for me? And what did I do today that was good for my mental health? Now, take a moment to rate yourself on that same scale of stranger to acquaintance to friend to inner circle BFF. Where would you fall in relation to yourself in regards to being available for yourself? Everyone needs a loyal and protective friend, a friend who always stands by your side and has your back unconditionally. Do you have your own back in the same way? Or if push comes to shove, do you just take the blame and bow your head in shame? If the barista, for example, at the coffee shop messes up your order and gives you the wrong coffee, do you just accept it and walk away? Or do you let them know that they gave you the wrong type of milk in your coffee? It's important to stand up for yourself, however trivial the circumstance. When you keep practicing loyalty and protectiveness towards yourself in small situations, it becomes a habit and comes more naturally when the situations get tougher. Now, take a moment to rate yourself on that same scale of stranger, acquaintance, friend, and inner circle BFF. Where do you think you fall in relation to yourself in regards to being loyal to and protective of yourself. Yet again, make a mental note of this. When you are truly best friends with yourself, you score the best score, that is, the inner circle BFF score on your personal friend spectrum. And you score at this level for not only all the behaviors we discussed in this episode, but also for any other behaviors that you personally feel are important to have in your best friend. You accept your weaknesses and flaws. You know what you are capable of and what you aren't capable of. You become fearless because when you know your capabilities, the world and the opinions of others can't put you down. With enough self-knowledge and trust in yourself, you are strong enough to withstand people's judgments about you. If someone tells you that you can't do something which you know you can do, your morale will likely stay unaffected, enabling you to continue to work towards your goals fearlessly. To summarize our episode, remember, being your own BFF needs conscious and more importantly, consistent effort. Whatever qualities you look for in your best friend, you first need to find them in yourself and then you need to practice those behaviors on yourself. Whether it's honesty, support, compassion, availability, protectiveness, and loyalty that I mentioned in this episode, or something else completely that you desire in a best friend, you still need to make that time to first find these in yourself 
and then practice those behaviors on yourself. For some reason, society tells us that if we focus on ourselves, on being our own best friends, we will become self-centered. But that is not true. Being our own BFF simply enables us to feel safe and to feel accepted, especially when we see our own shortcomings. Then we can continue to see ourselves and the situation clearly and make the required changes to return to our state of happiness. People who are their own BFFs tend to have better relationships with others and tend to experience greater psychological well-being themselves. So with this gem of inner sense, make sure that your closest and most sincere BFF is the one who stares back at you in the mirror every single morning. Thank you for listening to this episode of Inner Sense with Kavita. I hope today's episode helped you look a bit deeper and understand yourself a bit better so you can consciously move towards a state of well-being. If you liked what you heard, please comment below, share this information with someone you think will benefit from hearing it, and do subscribe to my podcast so we can stay connected. To learn more about me, please visit my website at innersensecoaching.com. You can also connect with me on LinkedIn or follow me on Instagram. Live consciously and stay well. Thank you.